Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Live from Las Vegas. Sports talk. Hot takes. And all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers. What is up? My friends, Tuesday edition of the Playmakers Lock Loaded, aiming higher, perhaps? Always aiming higher. Always aiming higher. Probably not the best motion I just made right there, but that's okay. Well, I know, love. I know we have some space talk today, so you could say we're shooting for the stars that's as true. always. That's true. There's a trajectory to this uh, crazy experiment that we call our radio show, The Playmakers. You've heard... Agent Hernandez's voice voice over there. My name is Lindsey Brown, and uh, we are so excited to be here for another day, more sports and other things to break down. I mean, we even have breaking news to start this whole thing off. This is breaking news. Oh, that that's it? That's all we got? Breaking well, news brought on 1140 The Bet is brought to us by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win $5.6 million each and every day this baseball season. Listen to Odyssey or wherever you find your podcast. That way you were whipping out and trying to figure out what to Yeah, because, you know, new, new sponsors and new things to say, but breaking yeah. news to start the show. What happened? Some goalie drama has been resolved. Uh-oh. The Minnesota Wild have um, traded Cam Talbot who was disgruntled after the re-signing of Marc-Andre Fleury a couple days ago. At least his agent was. You're exploring this little uh, tiff yesterday uh, on yesterday's program, and it has been resolved. Where's uh, he going? He's going to Ottawa. Okay. <laughs> which, which is like a team that's kind of like up and coming right now, to be totally honest. Like, I really like how they've built, and, you know, as long as they don't make uh, some of the similar decisions they've made in the past, which is selling their top talent for cents on the dollar – uh, they actually could make things a little bit interesting. But Cam Talbot going up to the Senators for Philip Gustafson, one for one. Gustafson is one of their goalies up there. And so um, Bill Guerin, who said, I don't have to do S. This guy's under contract. Apparently he's like, we don't need this negativity in the room. Hey, See get, you later. Get the bad vibes and, and head over no, to no, Canada. Is, no, so no, 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 drama. This is a good preview for tomorrow because, of course, free agency opens money on the right for the NHL. This is correct. So, am I expecting you tomorrow? Are we having five phones? Are you getting your woes on? What's the deal? Certainly not. Uh, I am very honest about me not being a journalist. I'm not here to break news. I'm here to talk about things and talk about uh, the the implications of said news. But we are going to be in it because it's uh, there's always a really big build up to NHL free agency, and then usually it doesn't quite meet those expectations. But there's a lot of teams in desperate positions. We're seeing some names hit the market that we haven't seen before, like Evgeny Malkin. And uh, so I'm excited to see what 
transpires over the next 24 to 48 hours. Well, I'm actually very excited for coming up because, look, weird show today. Yes. 3.30. Yep. Here on 11.40, the bet. The Dodgers are taking over uh, for their broadcast. Damn it! We're still, but that's okay. We're still going to be here till 5 p.m. Doing our show, of course, on the Odyssey app. And, of course, podcastable on that Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But we have a lot of fun activities set up until 3.30 mm-hmm. as we bid farewell to some of the Dodgers faithful, including your chance to get hooked up. We got a family four-pack of tickets to go see the Clash of Nations 2022. A Clash of Nations. Yes, you'll get to see England's Chelsea FC take on Mexico's Club America. It's happening this summer at Allegiant Stadium, we'll get you a family four-pack for you and the whole family. That's coming up in literally like less minutes? than 10, 15 minutes. Like yeah. before we go to commercial, we're getting you hooked up. So We'll give you that phone number at that time too because we don't want you calling now. We want you listening to what we have to say now and then call. And, th- and then that's we'll why do we, it all over again. It's and that's why thing. we had the breaking news like right. to start off the show with a bang. That's what I mean. Uh, between that and uh, the announcement that the – Premier Hockey Federation is expanding into Montreal, Quebec. Apparently, they did some research this past week during the NHL draft. It seems like there's an interest in the game. Oh, boy. It seems like there could be some support for a hockey team in Montreal. A little interesting that this announcement comes like halfway through the summer where there's already been free agency signings and like, you know, we're not that far away from the season. But you know what? We are just happy to be here sometimes, right? Sports leagues are pissing me off this week. Yeah. Because what are we doing? First off, the NHL, you're having the draft in Canada. I'll give you a pass because every city needs they, to they have did, their They touch. needed to expand. They needed to make sure that they, they, they picked up some people that aren't well served in the hockey community. Let's be the fifth hockey option in Canada for this city. Yep. As opposed to being the first and maybe only option in some other cities throughout this country, mm-hmm. if we want to grow the sport. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of WNBA vibes with this decision. Yes, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like it's always a weird bit to kind of tear these leagues down because I there's a little bit more of a vested interest for, for me, at least with the PHF and just women's sports in general. But ultimately, when, when the clowns come to town, we got to say, here's the circus, or at least here's part of the circus, because we have to get better, and ultimately it's the news. You can't treat them any differently because we're just like everybody else. And I guess I, I will say... Your incompetence is glaring. <laughs> if you're going to a city that like the fan base is, is amazing, yeah, it's kind of like it's built in already to a certain perspective. Yep. So I guess doing the math, I would hope that they did their due diligence and said, hey, you know, at least we know what the bottom line or the worst case scenario in this city comparison to one that we have no idea if the interest is going to pick up yeah. or how that's going to, if it, if it doesn't work out or if it doesn't look too good at the beginning, because obviously everything is building steps. It's not going to be like right. the Golden Knights where everything was sold out immediately and you couldn't get a ticket. That's not going to happen in every city throughout Canada or here in the U.S. And they've had pro women's teams up in Montreal and, and different places in Canada, like the CWHL back in the day and stuff, but we all know that it's been... Um, a little bit of a gong show these last few years with the with the folding of of said said CWHL and then the NWHL became the PHF. All everybody just needs to come together and try to do their absolute best and maybe get a little bit ahead of some of these PR things like announcing a team or announcing an All Star game and stuff like that. But resources aren't the same, and so sometimes you have to adjust your expectations. But do not adjust your expectations for the show. We are the home of sports and other things, but mostly other things. We are going to have an excellent conversation just a couple minutes with Howard Magdahl for, uh, about the WNBA and just the aces, the, the state of 
what's going on in the WNBA, what he's thinking for the second half of the season, because all that's kicking off tonight. Yes, the second mm-hmm. half is here. Our mm-hmm. Aces Championship Pon Shu. That is the person you need to be watching tonight on the New York Liberty if you're going to be tuning into that game, because this woman is going to be around, and she's an absolute menace. And I'm very excited because the game kicks, they're in New York, which means mm-hmm. that 7 p.m. start is 4 p.m. to us. Mm-hmm. So I may have my I have one on this screen here what running the show. It on? It's on uh, my live Vegas TV, one of the local channels. See, that's a problem. So we talked to Thank Howard about answering. this. We talked Thank to Howard about this. Question. Like we, like we, there needs to be a better accessibility to the product. Um, we're going to talk about the space photos that were released today and just kind of blow everybody's mind because as we're all kind of focused on our own BS and our own problems, which are very real because we do live on this planet, our our two feet. There is so much more out there. <laughs> Twitter is getting nerdy these past yeah, two days. Yeah, I love it. And I like everybody's trying to everybody's explaining it with almost like a half-baked science, but like what else is new in our day and age, right? Oh, yeah, and it, it seems Just acceptable respect, with science. Respect the insignificance. That's all we ask. Uh, we'll talk about some intriguing uh, quarterback battles and especially with some ascension opportunities with young teams are looking to turn themselves around. We're talking like teams like Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Carolina, the Bears, and the 49ers. we got two Americas, the new white-collar crime, or at least how do we talk about people with their shortcomings and all this other stuff. It's kind of tied up into the announcement of Duncan Keith and his retirement from uh, the National Hockey League, who... You ask everybody, a first ballot Hall of Famer, just what a, what an absolute leader, what an absolute uh, dude he was. He also completely refused to cooperate with the investigation pertaining to Kyle Beach and what went on during his time at the Chicago Blackhawks. And that just sounds gets, like a leader. Yeah, and so all of the the media people are like, we need to really look at ourselves and like how we tell stories and how we frame things. And then like you just release that and. It's hard because how do you handle these things? That's why we discuss the two Americas, intersectionalities, and we explore because we cover a lot of them. And then, of course, to wrap up our show, our new look back at it. Lindsay, I feel like the the last segment of the show, what's going to be discussed is is something that feeds my soul when it comes to sports radio Mm. that you may absolutely hate. Right. We're going to have to be the judge of it because some sports radio nonsense. I don't like (laughs) sports radio (laughs) nonsense happened yesterday. Yeah. And we need to at least we'll we'll touch on other shows do exist, even though I have no (laughs) idea who they are. But that's all right. And you know what? We'll get my kind of uh, self-indulgence out of the way here for our can opener instead. It's time for the can opener. Gushers are a drug. (laughs) Lindsay, you said you don't do that I anymore. don't do gushers because I have no self-control. But the other night, I was just, I'm, I'm in like a craving mode right now. I, I don't i don't know. I, there's, I'm eating a lot of things. I'm craving a lot of like chewy things, a lot of crunchy things. And so there's, there's a few packs of gushers left over from months ago that I just take out of my options entirely. And so I had one of them. Oh, and then no. I had the rest of them in the, like, I had four more, I had the remaining, and it wasn't even, like, so my favorite flavor. talking bags. Yeah. Okay. It's not even my favorite flavor. Like, mouth mixers, those things, if you went to college with me, you know how much I, I would eat, I would go to Target, I would get six boxes, and within about three days, I'd have to go back. Well, I feel like that's their plan, the little packets. That's 100%, why they do it like that. 100%. And like fruit snacks are kind of like one of my main bits of my my food group because food and my relationship to it is a little bit different just because when you got a little touch of the tism, things have to be a certain way, the consistency, all of these things. So like food hyperfixations have always been a huge bit for me. And gushers are an absolute menace in my life. So last night, 
after I got the food that I've, I'll get into with my new hyper of hyper fixation, I was like, I don't have any gushers left. Are we going to walk to the store? Specifically, How long is this walk? I, 10 minutes, not even. It's just like not even a block from my place. But, you know, it's at dusk. And I, I try to make a rule of not walking around at nighttime in this town because it's just I, there's too much stuff that can go wrong. But now that I got I got my trusty knife, I just put that on and nobody messes with me. It's great. But also last night, 1030 p.m., it was 103 degrees outside. Yeah, that no, too. you can feel the heat rising from all of the pavement that we have in this town. So, yes, I walked to the grocery store specifically for Gushers. And, yes, I did buy other items as well. But it was specifically for the Gushers. And within 30 minutes, there were two boxes left. I bought both of them. One of them was gone. The like three ninety nine, two ninety nine yep. joints, I ate right? Six packets in a half hour. <sighs> the way gushers explode in your I mouth, ju- I, I love just, it. There's something about them. There's something about, and they just go so quick. There's only like six or seven of them in it. Like I think I chew it like three times and it's done. Versus like the Scooby Doo snacks, I have to chew those a little bit more. It's weird. Like there, there's these little things that I'm trying to break. Down. I'm like, why am I so obsessed with this? I do not know. So there is a difference, like you just said. Oh, a hundred thousand percent, a hundred thousand percent. But like, like I said, I'm trying to coax myself into other food hyperfixations because I'll eat the same thing every day for like three months, every damn day. Like I, I lately I've been in a peanut butter and jelly potato chips in the sandwich. I was having basically two of those a day for a good month, and then leftover spaghetti stuff. Let me ask you something. Are you a fan of Reese's? No. Okay, because they recently, well, because recently they came out with a Reese's like the cup. Yeah. The chip was in the middle, and I didn't know what market that was for. Who was that? Like, I didn't know I, who they were I'm trying to sure get. I'm not sure either. But the PB and J and spaghetti have now been replaced by breakfast burritos that I make that I learned how to make in Alaska when I was up there visiting Mar and Panda Express. <laughs> I cannot stop. I've had Panda Express, was it two or three days in a row? It's it's like ten bucks, so it's like it's cheap compared to like everything else these days. Exactly, it's not the fifteen or twenty dollars. No, exactly, and which is like a huge selling point. And I'm probably gonna have it for dinner tonight, but it's so good. And when it's the only thing that I'm craving, like nothing else sounds good, and my body will literally just sit and ruminate about it. So is it better for me to just fight against and say no, you don't get that, no, you don't get that, no, you don't get that, or for me to indulge in it and then just move on with my life? Usually, it's to indulge in it, move on with my life. Well, I have questions. First okay. and foremost, are we? I'm sweating. So right for now. the three times, she's I'm like, I'm hungry. Sweating. I need gushers. I must I have the gushers. honey sesame chicken now. First off, sidebar. Uh, okay. I feel like Tony Larusa is getting fired soon, and I kind of want you to be hired as the manager because as I'm, I'm looking at you, well, because instead of chew. In your mouth, mm. I could see it like the same effect, like the bubble in your mouth, but it's all just gushers. <laughs> it's all just gushers in your mouth making the call to the bullpen. Yeah. Let's get in the new picture. Yep. But okay, Panda Express. So are you are you buying the bags from like the freezer section or are you going just straight to the source? I go to the express. <laughs> She's like, I go uh, to the Penny, source. Me and Penny have a nice relationship with the cashier now. I, see, and there that's where you get the discount. What? That's, you know, you build the relationship, they might throw you a 10%. Oh, whatever. I just hope that. I'm just trying not to cause trouble for them. So is, is there a, a limit where you reach where then you don't eat it? When the dopamine runs out. Like when my brain, like it will literally switch from I must have this and this is the only thing I can have to I feel nothing and that and then it'll switch to that sounds gross and and I won't get the same kick. Or Or here's what usually happens. Is that the reason why I, I find I get these fixations? Because I can recreate what it feels like when I eat it every time, right? And that that's the huge thing. It's a sensory input, and like where if the bread's not 
soft enough or the chips are a little bit too crunchy. I'm like, ah, now nah, that'll put it on my brain. That's not a safe food anymore. And so as long as they're consistent and that they still have it, like this thing could run itself into the, into the ground. Absolutely. And that's why I cannot have gushers in my house. I brought the, uh, the other box with me here today because I'm like, I would rather Where? here. It's, oh. I have, I've only eaten one packet. I'll be right but back. But that's where I'm like, I can I can deviate it. I can divert it where instead of having it be my late night craving, I'll just like, I'll start with one and then I'll get another one. And then I'll get another one. I'm like, I'll have one now. And even if I eat the rest of the rest of that whole container today, at least I'm not doing it in the same way that I've done it the last couple nights. I do wonder. And, so, like, and then I won't buy them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no see, mas. See, that's good. See, I'm so thankful that, that Jacoby and everyone's back home to supervise me. Yeah. Because did you have Donato's Pizza in Minnesota? No. This this was a semi national. We traded Ryan Donato to the Sharks a long time. It, it ago. was, <laughs> it was a, a semi national chain. It was in Cleveland, and for years, because I wasn't in Cleveland, I didn't see it. I guess Red Robin bought it, and now they sell that pizza like within all their stores. Wow! And I tried it once. Life changing. It was like, oh my god, I missed this in my life, and I don't want to say how many times I had it. Yeah. While they were gone for the two weeks, but it was more than I could afford. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, and that's where like all of a sudden you can start weighing it. You're like, I can't afford this, but also I need to eat. I will eat nothing else. So you have to make that decision. And what I'm trying to stop too is, uh, uh, look, as a big guy, um, there's a McDonald's very close here on Rainbow. Very familiar with that McDonald's. It it was fired because it takes too long to go through that drive-through. It does, but sometimes I go through it to get that little drive-home snack. Oh, the McChicken soda. The McChicken and the soda, not oh, the McChicken okay. and the soda. Okay. Like, Please don't look at Everyone's like, yo, weirdos. What are these guys talking about? I mean, I have weird food things, but that's weird. We do need to. I, I feel like a, a thing that we can do with Playmakers Plus as this brand yeah. grows is kind of have a podcast and talk to some of these athletes that we, we know a couple, but kind of get their routine of what they eat. And I feel like some people would be amazed because I, I know that there's oh, yeah. been a couple of pictures telling stories like, yeah, I need my I need a McDouble before I go out. I used to eat McNuggets before my games in high school. I love it. Yeah, it was the best. Or I get like Easy Mac, but then I wouldn't put the cheese in it. I would just get the noodles. So you just eat it plain? I used to. Now I oh my now I, I did exposure therapy with, with some Easy Mac, and so I can eat mac and cheese. But like that's what I mean. If it if if it's not something I've had before or if it's something that I've deemed like icky, it's not it's I won't even it it, it I, I will have an adverse reaction. I will gag. It's nuts. It's so weird how sensitive I am with food, but Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We got stuff to give away. Yes, we do. Uh, It's time to get you inside the Clash of the Nations 2022. Um, I don't think the concessions are going to have gushers, but there'll be food to buy there for you and your family. I promise your chance to win a family four-pack to go see the International Club Soccer Champions, England's Chelsea FC. Chelsea. And Mexico's Club America at Allegiant Stadium is right now. We're looking for a caller 10 at 702-889-5978. That is 702-889-5978. Good luck to caller 10 from the Playmakers in 1140 The Bet. Howard Megdahl, our chat next. 1140. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast bringing the sneaky beavers back to the yard Lindsay brown and adrian hernandez the playmakers exclusively on 1140 the bet the WNBA returns post-All-Star break as the second half of the season starts for our Aces. Here coming up within the hour, actually, is they're in New York to take on the Liberty, which leads us to our guest who earlier this year wrote about the charter flight scandal regarding the New York Liberty for Sports Illustrated. Howard Megdal joins us. He's the editor-in-chief of The Next. He's the founder of The Nine, the woman's sports newsletter. And as always, all guests are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Howard, before we get into the nitty-gritty business practices of the WNBA, uh, last week I had the privilege of watching Han Zhu of the Liberty work over the aces in the second half. She's the longest one out there. Great lateral movement. First one up the floor in a bona fide bucket. And uh, that was the night that Sabrina Ionescu literally set a WNBA uh, triple-double record. But what does a player like Han Zhu do for that team and, and really open up, especially for their opponents, which happens to include our Las Vegas Aces tonight? I am delighted that you're beginning with the Han Shu question, and I find her endlessly fascinating. The truth of the matter is, it is an open question just what she can be, simply because we have not seen this before in the league. Somebody who is six foot ten, you know, there have been big bigs. You guys have had them right there in Las Vegas, you know, whether it's Liz, whether it's Asia, but six five, six eight is different than six foot ten, and you combine that with the ability to shoot threes, the ability to finish, the fact that she is getting stronger by the day. And it really just turns the Liberty offense from what has been functioning at a solid level into something that's been at times, and you guys saw it up close, utterly dominant. 
Yeah, it was absolutely impressive, and I, I literally hadn't heard about her, and she has, the, you know, the mismatched Kyries and everything, and they didn't really utilize her in that first half, or they basically kind of slow rolling her into that WNBA career and, and managing her minutes and using her kind of as a person off the bench. Do you anticipate her getting uh, more minutes in the first half? That is a great point. It is clearly the way in which they're doing it, and slowly but surely to turn her into a weapon that ultimately Play but again, I think in a lot of ways, the team is kind of responding to what she does in real time because there's no playbook for this. Nice. And, and Howard, uh, before we get into our aces and then especially this All-Star weekend that, that left me a bit disappointed, um, to me throughout this season, the team that's been the spiciest to look at and, and there always seems to be some sort of drama is the Phoenix Mercury. So plain and simple, Howard, what the hell? What the hell's going on in Phoenix? <laughs> How much time do we have? You know, it's very complicated. Uh, from everything like Tina Charles uh, requesting and being granted a divorce from the team, to the fact that Skylar Diggins Smith is both the best player on that team and somebody who got into a verbal altercation with Diana Taurasi, now has been shopped by the team. As well, we've got the trade deadline coming up July 15th. It'll be interesting to see whether anybody has the cap room to do this or whether it's something that gets taken care of after the season. But the Phoenix Mercury put a group together, and they have a lot of big personalities in there. They have asked a rookie head coach of Vanessa Nygaard to be the one to navigate it. And I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that it has not worked as planned so far. No, certainly not. And and those things, that stuff just like eats away at a locker room if it's already not consuming itself. And if there's a lot of strong personalities, it's very easy for those players to kind of gang up on whoever their leader is and for things to kind of devolve. And then you have separately a very important issue, obviously, with Brittany Griner's situation. We learned in the last couple of days that she pled guilty to the possession charges brought against her in Russia. Uh, apparently Bill Richardson, who served as the ambassador to the United Nations and the former governor of New Mexico, is headed over to help negotiate her release along with some other American political prisoners. So what's your read on this current situation? Because it's so hard because she's not meant to be over there. She shouldn't be part of this political you know, chess match that's happening. But at the same time, there's a war in Ukraine. There's all this other stuff happening. It's, it's like zoom in, zoom out. Like, how, how do you keep your head on straight? And, and where do you think this story is going? I, I'm, I mean, I, I really think... I am very, um, let us say, wary of anybody who says they think they know the answer. They know how it's all going to go. I think we simply do not. All of this is an unprecedented situation. We can't very well go back and remember the last time that a player was taken prisoner by the Russian government during wartime. There's simply not a comp you can throw here. And so obviously encouraged by uh, Bill Richardson being deputized to go over there. Uh, certainly do not mistake Brittany Grinder pleading guilty for any real wrongdoing necessarily, as that was very clearly a tactic uh, that was taken on by the Grinder camp in an effort to expedite things, and it was widely known that that would happen ahead of time. But, you know, again, the hope comes back, and we are all continuing to just at a human level hope that there is a safe return of Brittany Griner, who is missed, obviously, as a person and in a less important but very real way as a basketball player as well in this league. 
And Howard Megdahl joining us. Be sure to follow him at, on Twitter, excuse me, at Howard Megdahl. And Howard, let's do it. Uh, over these past couple days, I've been very upset. Uh, when it comes to this All-Star weekend that just happened in Chicago, there's a lot of different ways we could go and approach it. Um, but just overall, what do you think of the weekend? I think it was a mixed bag in a way that some ways were controllable and some ways were not. I think it is obviously a league that is still figuring out how big its audience is and how to service that audience. And when you look at a Saturday that involved an event that was ultimately closed to the public, uh, it was not, for instance, put at the United Center uh, when Wintrust Arena was not available. Uh, I think the point of it was compounded by that fact not being communicated to people. So if you're going to have an event that is purely for the young players there and not open to the public, making sure people know that two months ahead of time, one month ahead of time, rather than having that be surprised for people who went and traveled for the weekend to come to All-Star Weekend is problematic in and of itself. Now, all of that said, by all reports, and I had numerous people at the Next, and terrific piece by my James K over at thenextsoups.com where you could go read about it, uh, the Sunday was an unmitigated success, and people felt as if it was properly big time in Wintrust Arena. Uh, the lead is 26 years old. That is very young. It needs to find ways to grow. Sometimes that's going to be experimenting in ways that work. Sometimes it's going to be experimenting in ways that don't work as well. And so I think, you know, as long as there is a learning process that comes from the things that didn't work or the things that upset you see how they do this, including, and most critically to my mind, lead time, more lead time for these events. The NBA knows where All-Star is going to be two years out. We need to start seeing that, and more importantly, the WNBA needs to know, and its fans need to know as well. And the thing is, too, I think we struggle with our imagination to really fully articulate what these shortcomings are because, like you said, it's about reaching out to that audience, reaching out to the fans and how to best serve them. But then there's also the serving of the actual players themselves, and that's really where a lot of that debate was over the summer, the story that you did about the the plane rides and all of that because the, what is the natural next step in rectifying so many of these these shortcomings that have been displayed? Is it expanding roster size? Is it opening up the salary cap a bit? I mean, at the very least, I would think we would need ownership all with the same level of urgency of investment and commitment, and I don't think we're there yet. That's a great point, and that's exactly it. There are a lot of different ways to get there. You know, you, you talk about, all right, well, how do we get – more roster spots when we see there's more talent in women's basketball than ever before. Well, you can do it by expanding rosters from 12 to 15. You can do it by adding a couple of WNBA teams. You know, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can attack this, and the more of those you deploy, the better off you are. There's also questions of how do you bring more money into the system. You know, this capital raise that the league completed earlier this year, in a lot of ways, responds to the last couple of years rather than being something that leads to salaries changing in any actual way. On the other hand, something like a new media rights deal, when that expires with ESPN in 2025, you could see an exponentially larger amount of money coming into this league where a media rights deal that tops out is at 25 and it tops out at $33 million by 2025 
Well, MLS just signed one for $250 million. Imagine what that means. Even if we take the high end of what charter flights are likely to cost, that's a drop in the bucket at a league-wide level compared to what a new media rights deal ought to mean for the WNBA. So a lot of moving parts there, and I know that's not as simple as here's the switch you turn on, but it is more and a difficult thing for Kathy Engelbert and the lead to manage of how soon, how fast, and which buttons to push. And, and Howard, uh, you brought up the media rights deal and what the MLS got, and I didn't plan on asking you this, but since you brought it up, if you were the WNBA, would you would you be more inclined to say, hey, ESPN, you know, we have this deal, we're on ABC, we just want more coverage. We don't want our Saturday event not only not open to the public, but on ESPNU in comparison to if Amazon or Apple or some of these big businesses that can give the MLS all this money, but they're just like a, a, a peck within their streaming service option, what would you do? Keep the traditional or go to a streaming service because the revenue is too much to deny and that's too much money that you uh, would pass up if you stick with ESPN or traditional cable platforms? I just don't think it's a binary question. The question is how much more money and how much more exposure are you talking about? Now, look, if I were ESPN, I was sitting there with a clearly, clearly undervalued asset in the WNBA. I'd have had the conversation yesterday. I'd have had the conversation before Major League Soccer set the new ground rules for what leads of similar audience. And if you go back and look at the ratings, similar audience between the WNBA and Major League Soccer. But I'd have gone to them and tried to have a conversation similar to what you see in Major League Baseball, where you've got a player under control in his pre-arbitration years or his arbitration years, and you say, look, I'm going to give you more money up front. I'm going to buy out some of your free agent years. Well, come 2025, there is very little reason to think that the WNBA is going to be available at a discount. But if ESPN can trade on having those rights these extra couple of years and saying, we're going to throw some extra money your way in exchange for signing on now, ESPN might be able to find itself with an advantageous deal. And the WNBA, instead of waiting for 2025 to be able to change the financial picture of this league, could do it a couple of years early. It just seems so obvious to me that there's a deal to be made there that gets you the best of both worlds to circle back to your question the exposure of ESPN and ABC by extension, and some money ahead of time. Especially since the CBA has still quite a few years ahead of it before they're going to be able to renegotiate yes. that. And so it's just it's so important because I really think it's about the shift from a, from a maintenance mindset to a growth-based mindset. But to kind of uh, focus up a little bit here on our aces, because as we mentioned, they're be facing off against New York Liberty tonight. Uh, early on in the season, they were wiping the floor with everybody because everybody had the green light to go shoot threes, and not uh, including but definitely not limited to Kelsey Plum, who's the MVP of the All-Star game. But now that opponents have settled in and, and – adversity is inevitable in each and every season how do you think they're able to free up some space for some of these long uh, range shooters because as you mentioned Liz Cambage is no longer on this team and Asia Wilson is not taller than six 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 seven how do you push people back how do you get people on their heels and and get some more breathing room up there well look I I think Asia is part of that solution Asia is somebody who perhaps you need to make more of a focal point of the offense. If anything, Liz Cambage not being there has opened things up for Asia. And while her overall production is down, her efficiency is up, I think the bigger question that I have is 
what the Las Vegas Aces are going to do about load management and rest between now and the start of the playoffs. Uh, they were recently coming up against the Chicago Sky, and they blew a 28-point lead. Well, the Chicago Sky do not have a single player averaging as many as 30 minutes a game. The Las Vegas Aces, and I'm driving, so I don't have it in front of me, but I believe have four or five of them. I believe Chelsea Gray hmm. is fifth in minutes per game, but would be first on the Chicago sky. And so figuring out, if, you know, Becky Hammond, who comes from, of all places, the San Antonio Spurs, who pioneered this in the NBA side, it is very surprising to me that there have not been a few extra minutes shaved off here and there in exchange for figuring out how to get them fresh into the playoffs in what is a truncated season. This They packed 36 games into a season that started in May and ends on August 14th, the regular season. You absolutely have to make sure these players are fresh going into the playoffs. So as near as I can tell, that's what you're seeing. And, and Howard, simply put, what's the ceiling for the Aces this season, in your opinion? No one is a championship. Absolutely. The, the Aces have to be in that conversation. They have as much talent as anybody in this league. I think the world of Becky Hammond and the system she has put into place the team that was put together first by Bill Ambeer and Dan Padover and now has continued forward. I, I, I think something short of a championship might well be considered a disappointment, but there are five teams in that league right now who I think could say the same thing. And speaking of those five teams, you're thinking Chicago, Vegas, Seattle, Connecticut. What middling team do you think has the highest opportunity ceiling for a big-time second half that could push them into the bona fide contenders group? If you have Elena Deladon on your team, and there's a chance that a healthy Elena Deladon, forget the fact that the Washington Mystics are very talented, very deep, and have one of the great basketball minds in the history of this league, and Mike Tebow running things. If you have Elena Deladon on that court, you have a chance to win a championship. I think people are forgetting about how great Elena Deladon is. She didn't make the All-Star game. Okay, she didn't play in every game, 13 or 21 before the break. But Elena Deladon has done things on the court that nobody else has done. She is a two-time MVP. And if I were a four or a five seed, I would not enjoy the idea of a first-round matchup against Elena Deladon and the Mystics. And, Howard, before we get you out of here, uh, I I was critical with the All-Star weekend, but there was some good news from the commissioner, which was, and you, you talked about the 36 games, that next year the regular season will expand to 40 games, this playoffs, teams will have chartered flights. That's all positive, correct? It, yes, but with the caveat, 40 games, if it's in the same calendar as you had this year, for instance, I don't think it will be. But if you tried to stretch 40 games into a small calendar, you're going to run into more and more fatigue. They've got to find a way to expand the WNBA calendar, which is difficult for a lot of reasons, but it has to be done. It has to be a growth mindset, as you guys put it, and so right. Thank you so much, Howard, especially for the little boost in confidence there. You are certainly one of the most wide-ranging, knowledgeable people we've had on the WNBA so far, and we'd really uh, welcome any opportunity to speak again with you in the future. Thank you both. Please call me anytime. I'm happy to. That was Howard Megdahl, founder, editor, editor of the Nine Newsletter. Next Hoops, Bard Athletics, Locked On, Women's Basketball. He has a very, very healthy resume sheet. And uh, who brought him to us today, Adrian? Oh, the good folks. I'm so glad you asked, yes. Lindsay. The good folks at BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com.
on the other side of the break. When you wish upon a star, everything gets smaller. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. You know, Adrian, when I uh, have a lot of thoughts, I always say, well, big problems, go look at some big rocks. We'll put things in perspective for you. It'll humble you in all the right ways because insignificance is actually, I think, a feeling that most of us avoid but actually is like a super healthy thing. A hundred percent, especially with social media making everything seem so important, especially yes. us. We love to make ourselves super self-important. I mean, we have a radio show for God's sakes. Damn it's right. Like, yeah, we really enjoy our own opinions, but I'll tell you what. These pictures that are coming out from NASA, from the James Webb Space Telescope, it's weird because you you expect something so magnificent and grand because it's just kind of what you would expect. Yeah, because it's the, the space. Right. You're like, of course it's this huge thing. But then you see it, you're just like, it's just a picture of a speck of dust in the vacuum that we call the overall universe. But these pictures are some of the most beautiful things I've seen, honestly. And it's just, it is so humbling, like I said to have these images that look that of like stars that were there during the big bang you know billions of years ago and all this is possible because of the infrared lens and how, how they, do they can, know that though i th- th- these are questions for the people See? that are much smarter than uh, you and i or at least uh, took a couple more classes in college but the one where it just shows like the galaxy cluster and there's just all these little like literal the galaxies and there's thousands of them and there's like a couple of stars which were i'm told i'm like no those are images of like the closer things you know like the hundred the the millions of light years closer to us that's yeah. just messing with our lens what we're looking at is beyond that and you're just like okay this is real light from these galaxies took billions of years to reach us Right. And that's where they would say, like, time is a social construct. Time, everything exists exactly at the time that it is. Like, it's not in a linear thing. Like, we literally made it up to help make sense of our reality. But that reality out there, that's a much different thing. It's unknown. It is completely unknown. And then there's, you know, in that giant galaxy photo, you can see a, a few of them are like, you know, they look like they're curving into something. And they say, well, there's a gravitational pull. There's, there's something over there. And you're like, black holes, all this stuff. And it's just like, and we're on this little floating rock. I mean, it's true. And yep. I agree with you in terms of it's good to feel or to view the world and realize that we're just a speck. Yeah. In this huge universe and galaxy. Pardon me. This segment is tripping me out. I can feel my third eye opening. Yep. I will say one of the the graphics from big week for James Webb, by the way, in this telescope, one of them kind of looks like a Daft Punk album cover yeah uh-huh giving sure. me those vars the stardust the old uh vegas hotel here yeah uh, it is pretty like it's magnificent but then i'm on social media and i'm hearing everyone talk about it and there's only one person i want to hear talk about it personally and that's bill nye the science guy correct i want to hear what he wants to, what he thinks of this right well and they say that webb's image is approximately the size of a grain of sand held at arm's length if you, like up to the sky, a tiny sliver in the vast universe is what NASA wrote. The combined mass of this galaxy cluster acts as a gravitational lens, 
magnifying more distant galaxies, including some when the universe was less than a billion years old. This, allegedly. Allegedly. Let me be, this be deep that guy. field taken by Webb's near-infrared camera and IR cam is a composite made from images at different wavelengths, totaling 12.5 hours, achieving depths at infrared wavelengths beyond the Hubble Space Telescope's deepest fields, which took weeks. And this is only the beginning. Researchers will continue to use Webb to take longer exposures, revealing more of our vast universe. I need them to call me when we get some photos of some aliens. How do you know that the aliens aren't in the photo? We just can't see them. I mean, That's you're I not mean. wrong. The color blue is also something we made up. This is, like, I'm trying to, I'm even trying to like, zoom in even like, more we, to see. We see out of our eyes, but do how do, like, how do sharks see? They use echolocation. They or, uh, they use their lateral lines. They use sound waves, stuff like that. Like, vision, the way, we're just so limited. My head is about to explode. Like, we're just so limited and small. And just think like our stuff is the truth. Like how bizarre is that to even to even argue that a concept of truth exists, let alone that yours is the right one. Oh my gosh, it's happening! Can you imagine that? The audacity, the egocentrism. Just real quick, I need to say this: Illuminati, Illuminati, Illuminati. Okay, we're good. Yeah, they're refracting the lens, man. It. One of them. The the. The red circular kind of looks like a pork chop to some, maybe a pill to others. Very, very trippy. I, I love how bright some of these stars are, and these the, the what do the they call it? The mountain one it, to me is wild. The cosmic cliffs is what. Yeah, they're the cosmic it. cliffs. This thing looks like I, I saw earlier on Twitter somebody photoshopped like a very faint image of gritty into that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, <brilliant. laughs> it's amazing. It was yeah. brilliant. But just like this picture looks like craggy mountains on a moonlit evening. In reality, it is the edge of a giant gaseous cavity with an NGC 3324 and the tallest peaks in the image are about seven light years high. The cavernous area has been carved from the nebula by an intense ultraviolet radiation and stellar winds from extremely massive hot young stars, also known as the playmakers, located at the center of the bubble. <laughs> this makes me upset at Elon. He said we'd be able to go up here to interact with them. Oh, he said he's going to go. He's not. He didn't he's even not, do he that none of, none of us. He's going to repopulate the earth single-handedly and then leave us all, just like the him and Playboy Carti, man. <laughs> Play, Father's Playboy Club. And, and Father's Elon. Club. Seriously. Going to a galaxy far beyond, to infinity and beyond. Or alleged. He's always saying he's going to do something. The and always ultraviolet radiation from the young stars is sculpting the nebula's wall by slowly eroding it away. That's kind of to, like what we're doing with the new media, isn't it? I need to take a shower. Dude, how insignificant we are. And I love every second of it. Whole another hour, so 60 seconds times 60 minutes. I don't know what that math is, but you'll figure it out. We'll be back on for the bet. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.